The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Busted Open Masters Class. Dave LaGreca is out, so I'm taking his spizot, everybody. I'm Tommy Dreamer, along with my two great friends, two WWE Hall of Famers, Bully Ray, Mark Henry. How are you guys today? Awesome, man. What a hell of a job. Look at you standing in the big chair. Yeah, baby. He politicked the big chair today. <laughs> right he, away. Said, he, he said, I came up with the idea for this master's class, so I'm the lead host today. Me. 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 I did it. Me. Yep. I am a millionaire. I have a yacht. Um, My name is Elmer J. Fudd, millionaire. <laughs> I, own, I own a mansion and a yacht. Um. <laughs> This week's podcast, yes, I came up with it for a lot of different reasons. We came off of uh, the Major League Baseball trade deadline and a generational talent was traded in Juan Soto to the San Diego Padres where his numbers and his age and his career are, you know, comparable with all Hall of Famers. And then as well as also we're all, uh, except for bully fantasy football fans and it's uh you know that time where we're really starting to scout our players because fantasy football is coming up and a big part of fantasy football's drafting as well as another big part is making trades so i threw out to uh the masters of if you had the ownership of a company who would you trade to another company and why and then myself bully mark would say whether we would allow this trade and a lot of times when you're doing trades it's who what team needs something better what team would actually improve from this there's a lot of different things going on so bully i kick it to you first if you were uh to have the ownership of a company who would benefit uh from a trade well you came up with this idea for this master's class because of the juan soto trade that just went on in major league baseball. And I was busting your chops uh, last Tuesday uh, about that trade saying that it wasn't that big of a deal, but obviously we know uh, that it is. So if I'm going to trade one guy for one guy, I'm going to swing for the fences. And I'm thinking to myself, if I'm AEW or if I'm the WWE, who would I want if it's big names? So the two names that I'm going to pick is if I'm AEW, 
I'm trading for Roman Reigns. And if I'm the WWE, there's only one name in AEW that I think can compare to Roman Reigns, and that's to bring back Chris Jericho. I think that is a heavy hitter for a heavy hitter. Um, Why would AEW want Roman Reigns? Well, Roman Reigns is the biggest star on the planet right now. He's the probably probably the most well-known pro wrestler out there. Yeah, I'll give you, there's a couple of other names too. Is he as big of a name as Chris Jericho? Well, that's why I'm suggesting the trade. Roman Reigns is a huge name that would bring many WWE fans to the AEW product and open up uh, a lot of, uh, get, get some new eyes on the AEW product. Roman would obviously be able to work the style. We see what Roman can do out there. He's been doing amazing things uh, during this championship run. And if I'm the WWE, I want back a proven commodity in Chris Jericho. Jericho beat The Rock and Stone Cold Austin to unify the, uh, the championships. He's accomplished so much, and he's probably the only guy on the AEW side that could slide right into that Roman Reigns position as world heavyweight champion and carry the company. So that would be my choice. I'm going heavy hitter for heavy hitter. And I think both companies would uh, benefit from it. That is one hell of a trade option. I don't know if WWE would uh, go for it, but if you're talking about heavy hitter for heavy hitter, if this is on your lineup, Chris Jericho's return to the WWE would be massive. So that is one thing to think about. And then AEW getting a Roman Reigns would be (laughs) massive as well. I just don't know if WWE would go for it. That that's a hard one to decide. Um, but I mean, why wouldn't WWE go for it? Um, I feel WWE wouldn't go for it because Roman Reigns is their their guy, and you you talk about he's the most decorated. You know the whole bloodline thing. They've invested so much in him, and I don't know if they would go go with it. I really don't. And for something else that you said, Bully, uh, a while back about John Cena as it relates to Ric Flair, the WWE, John Cena is one of their own. Start to finish, John Cena was their guy. Ric Flair came from another place. He has other, um, all his championships were in different companies, and they can't lay claim to that but they can lay claim to Roman Reigns. And I think that would be kind of the reason that they wouldn't. And they may say, well, what about this guy for uh, Chris Jericho? Maybe come with another offer, but you know, that's, you know, that, that would be a hard trade, I think. All right, Mark, who would you trade? You know, guys, I, I, I debated on whether or not this would be even, but I also want to go with a shakeup. Um, the WWE owns the rights to Sasha Banks, correct? Mm-hmm. How about because there's always one professional athlete on a team that's disgruntled, that doesn't want to be there anymore, and they want to make you know they they request a trade. Well, that's the situation that I'm I'm presenting. Sasha Banks tells the WWE, "I request a trade. I want to go somewhere else," and. The WWE reaches out to AEW, owner and president Tony Khan, and says, we will trade you Sasha Banks for the rights 
to Jay Cargill. Whoa, that is a good one. <laughs> hey, you, she don't want to be there. Y'all got a future prospect that could be a champion that's undefeated, that has beat everybody in the company. Dude, that's so great. On the <laughs> other hand, like, I don't know if Tony Khan would want to go that route to get rid of Jade. Uh, Tony might say, listen, uh, <laughs> yeah, she already said she don't want to be there. So, you know, maybe we sweeten the deal. We want Oscar too. Uh, remember, I remember when Medusa dropped the, the championship belt in the trash? Yes. What does that tell? Uh, what does that tell other owners and bookers of a company? Well, if she'll do it to that championship, she might do it to our championship, which could affect her ability to get hired in the future. So when it comes to Sasha, as great as Sasha is in the ring, and everybody knows how I feel about her as a performer and a wrestler, if your ownership or a booker, do you want to bring somebody on board that might walk out if they disagree with your booking? Well, I mean, what says that that person is the one that's on the wrong side of it? What does that even mean? What that means is you're implying that she is the problem. No, I didn't. I'm saying that she didn't like something creatively and she walked out. Right. So if you're an owner, why would you want to bring somebody on that might walk out on you if they're not happy with creative? Well, there's that. That's my, that's my counter to the trick. Okay. Okay. There's also um, change of atmosphere helps people. Um, but man, I'm now visioning Jade. That, that's why I would say a contingency plan. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to sell me as you would think the way that this is phrased, damaged goods, then give me somebody that I can use if that doesn't work out. I want Oscar. And dude, I'll never forget because like, you know, I'm a big football mark. I was with Tony Khan when the whole stuff was going on with Jalen Ramsey and the media was going one way about this, all that stuff. And he tweeted, he wasn't happy with the team, blah, blah, blah. And you know, when he was traded, Tony was excited for the draft picks that they got for him. And he was just like, he's a great guy, man. I wish him nothing but success. There was no heat. There was no animosity, but yet the media was stirring it up. And Tony, yeah, like, yeah. I remember high-fiving Tony. Cause he was like, could you believe what we got? And, you know, it wasn't like, oh, if you don't want to be here, F him. That's how it was. And you know what? Jalen Ramsey got a Super Bowl and, you know, the Jags got, some- got two first round draft picks that are going to turn out to be great. Unbelievable players for them this year. Yeah. I like I like uh, that trade. And man, honestly, both companies would really, really benefit. Uh, I, from that. You, you, what do you think? What do you think, Tom? You think that this would that that would work with Sa- would Sasha and Oscar be enough or yes. would there would there be cash considerations like uh, I mean let's Sasha, throw it all out there Sasha's a major major star yeah and you know um but and like I'm also thinking about I'm thinking about Jade with the WWE machine behind her that's wow. like that's like China be like Brock yeah I was gonna say China meets Becky or China meets uh uh Charlotte Flair that's next level because you know, you look at her presence, how she is so young in her career. I just think that would be a, a massive deal. Mine, Tommy, what, Tommy, what about you? Mine is a little different. And I kind of think of, uh, this is more of like, I'm looking at my team in the future. 
And when we talk about disgruntled, it's a great uh, conversation that Mark brings up. And that's why I kind of really thought about it too. Um, I would do straight up MJF for the Miz. And I'm thinking about this. Why? Because I always say the Miz is the greatest heel in the business because he has no, he has all the barriers and handcuffs for how much of a heel he can get and be. Um, MJF hasn't. MJF young in the business. Um, Miz has been around a long, long time. I think about if Miz came to AEW, he would not have those handcuffs. I also look at the future of the WWE. Obviously, it's a lot about, you know, Triple H's guys and who's going to be emerging. I I think they're going to kind of, you know, people from the developmental system. I don't know if Miz is a Triple H guy. So then I'm saying to myself, would Miz just kick the door down if he came to AEW, which I think he would, as well as Miz doesn't really fit the AEW mode wrestler. And I think if he came in and just said a lot of things that he wasn't able to say or talk about things that like you wouldn't talk about in the business about like all these guys just doing moves and doing all this stuff. I think Miz would be a great heel and a great get for AEW. And on the other hand, MJF, not happy, you know, with management. We haven't seen or heard from MJF in a long, long time. Um, I don't even know if he's getting paid riding the bench. I don't know anything about his situation. I know he's young, but hey, the business passes you by quickly. And I think if you're unhappy with your current status, then move forward, move somewhere else. And MJF going to the WWE with this new regime of Triple H, I think they would give him that same type of attitude, same type of push. They wouldn't change the character much. He'd have to water down a little bit on some of the things that he says. But again, now WWE's PG-14. Um, so I think it might be an interesting, interesting trade. And, and hey, a lot of people all talk about MJF's interview skills. MJF is still a very, very solid wrestler. And you also think about he has Cody there and would they just rehash the stuff they did with him and Cody as you know this whole and that's what really helped get MJF over in a national stage in AEW and think of again with the WWE machine behind it can you see that Tommy yeah so you think that you can just change companies and leave what I've established with you and I you can't run (laughs) from me yeah that would be that would be big for the very same reason i am not on board with the sasha for sasha and um jade trade i'm gonna say that i don't think the miz mjf trade would work the miz has experienced the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows in the wwe And when the Miz was being handed some of the absolute worst creative and was at the absolute bottom of the card, he still went out there and knocked it out of the park and gave it his all. He's worked his way up and down and up and down probably more times than than anybody, any WWE superstar. And as we both know, that is mentally taxing on you. MJF 
was on top of the world with AEW. Something went wrong. He's kind of taken his bat and ball and went home. Has he gone home on his own? I don't know. Is it a mutual splitting? Is it a cooling off period? I don't know. But once again, we're seeing a talent who wasn't happy with something, whether that was creative or his money or something and decided, hey, I'm going to walk away right now. So I don't know if the WWE is going to want to take a chance on somebody that is willing to walk away so quickly because they're unhappy when they know that they have a guy that's been unhappy a bunch of times before, but stuck it out. You know what, Bully, you, <clears throat> we talk about fantasy. Look at Baker Mayfield that was at Cleveland as now in Carolina. You look at um, Jimmy Garoppolo at San Francisco, who he was injured last year. I mean, he still played. But he was injured, had to have surgery, and, and nobody could find a home for him. Sometimes you have commodities that, whatever the case is, there's something that hangs in the balance that's not right. But it doesn't mean that they're done. It doesn't mean that they're washed up. It doesn't mean that they can have a different venue or a different uh, uh, place to, to hang their hat and, and not change the whole narrative. I think about something too that really holds true in professional wrestling. Think about a certain wrestler that lost his smile. And if that happened now with social media, all that stuff, it might've been a whole new ball game, but you know, thankfully he came back. Thankfully he, you know, he was able to change his ways personally. Great point. And we got to see the greatness of Shawn Michaels, HBK. You know, then what about this guys? What about this? Let's take, let's change ours. Let's say Jay Cargill, or, or, or not Jay Cargill, Sasha Banks and MJF. They both have issues. They both want different circumstances. How about sweetening the deal one way or the other and making that change? I also personally don't think Miz will ever leave wwe i think miz has cemented his legacy in wrestling and i think <laughs> say, other... say the magic words what he's a wwe lifer say, lifer. It, say it i dare you i dare you no i just don't think he, <laughs> i think he'll be like you know an ambassador or just you know he's got a lot of success out you know out with the wwe i just can't picture him anywhere else i really can't but hey um Bully, you have vetoed all of our trades, by the way. <laughs> You're that yeah. guy in the league. That yeah, he's, that, he's that he's he's red R back. Did you, you see guys, did you see winning time? Yes. Yeah. Bully is red R back. <laughs> Screw you guys. I hate all of you. The lots of you. You're gonna lose. Don't ever join fantasy football or be in any league I'm in. You guys brought up two examples with two talent who were unhappy for whatever reason and left. Now, Tommy can sit here and try to pretend to agree all he wants, but as a booker for House of Hardcore, he's going to be he's going to be very hesitant to take absolutely. on what was that word you just said? Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. He's going to be hesitant to take on talent who's been a headache or a perceived headache someplace else. 
and and I use the um, a Lunger Blaze Medusa uh, example because that just tells a booker or an owner, well, if she'll do it to that strap, she might do it to mine also. So if Sasha Banks is unhappy with creative for whatever reason, she might walk on me. And if MJF is unhappy with his money or in creative, he might walk on me. In no way am I down on either one of those talents. I've put them over to, to the moon on the show, but certain behaviors are taken into account by bookers and ownership. And this podcast is fantasy. It's fantasy yep. football. It's fantasy baseball. It's, 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 it's fantasy wrestling. There's no such thing. I re- I don't, I don't think really of fantasy wrestling and what uh, video games. Can you imagine if, if, if you could do that, like that would be an element in pro wrestling that doesn't exist. That would be fun. And, and it doesn't have to be real. It doesn't have to have consequence. And, you know, like, I can't wait to go and tell the guys uh, about this fantasy segment because I don't ever want people to think that, um, you know, there's some kind of insider thing. This is purely fiction. And I I think it's a great, a hell of a podcast. And I think our listeners will love this. Well, you know what? Let's wrap it up because I'm going to head to fantasies for happy hour. (laughs) Over in Jersey. Well, the, on Ooh. that note, we're going to wrap it up. Then we'll wrap up the master's class uh, with Bully Ray, Mark Henry, and myself. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The executive producer is Paul Early. The digital producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andre Viola is the associate producer. Marissa Rivas is the director of Sports Podcast. Special thanks to Senior Vice President of Sports and Podcast, the legendary Steve Cohen. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.